I thought this guy was injured, you know? So so let's let's say hats off to the physiotherapist, my first cousin, Dennis Byron. We grew up in the same house, same in the village of Chumoka in St. Vincent and the Guandines. And I say, man, I'm just happy he got Joseph back on the field. It's been a long wait, 27 years to be exact, but the West Indies have finally done it. They did the unthinkable at the GABA in a game that had everything from injuries to heroic comebacks. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the special edition of the Reverse Scoop podcast. I'm your host, Nabil Khan, and I will be joined with my buddy, Mr. Mark Audain. And today we have this captivating story that shook the entire world of cricket, captured hearts, brought tears of joy to fans and legends across the globe alike. On a remarkable Saturday evening at the GABA, an underdog story unfolded and the cricketing world witnessed historic moment. Backdrop of a 27-year wait, the West Indies cricket team led by their newfound star, Shamar Joseph, defied the odds and etched their names into the history books. So fasten your seatbelts, cricket fans, because today we relive the Joseph the Deliverer saga, a story that proves that with belief, heart, and a little bit of special juice, anything is possible in the world of cricket. And with that, I'll bring on my buddy, Mr. Mark Audain. Mark, thank you for joining me, brother. Welcome to the podcast again. And congratulations on this amazing, magical Wendy's win against the mighty Aussies, man. How are you feeling? Yeah, so, so this is this is such an inspirational victory for West Indies, man. It lifts the people of the Caribbean, you know. Everybody, most of the Caribbean fans, the faithful West Indies fans, have a smile on their face. Too. As I said, the internet was buzzing today. A lot of friends was texting me and calling me. As I say, man, this is one of the great moments of West Indies cricket, Nabil winning that test match even so if we, we draw the series it really showed that we still have this the fighting spirit natural talent natural ability and as i say we just show australia that we still a force to be reckoned with and as i say why i'm so happy is because on the eve of the test match that speech that rodney had made about they don't want to see any weak west indies team back down in australia or weak teams in australia you know and and i think that really inspired the the, the young lads the team come out play with some pride and passion and put their best foot forward yeah absolutely man i think the two words that rodney hogg had used right it was pathetic and hopeless right so i know on the socials we were talking about it and we were furious about this thing right so we wanted this Wendy's win and oh my god what a victory man I'm so proud of Shamar Joseph right first of all the the star man I mean there's not enough praises for the kid because you know with a broken toe getting hit from a Yorker from Mitchell Stark to not knowing he would be on the field an hour before day four's play right where he gets some extra juices he gets an injection before the game he didn't even have his kit you know so he had to borrow a kit to go on and bowl a couple of those overs at the start just crazy man and the story how it unfolded right he wasn't even supposed to be on the field and miraculously he ends up on their career best figure becomes the talk of the world and wins it for west indies after 27 year wait let's not forget man 27 year long wait that west indies had to wait for this so some words man for the star because they're not enough good words for the kid right that was an inspirational spell of bowling by um, the young joseph shama joseph Wounded soldier. As I say, sometimes in cricket, you always be have to be aware of the wounded cricketer. In the past, Gordon Greenwich, anytime you see Gordon Greenwich was limping, he would come and produce centuries or, or play well, beautifully. And the same thing, Shama Joseph. As I say, in, in our discussion yesterday, we, 
we wasn't sure if he was even self going to play. And that's why I came yeah. to the conclusion and my prediction that I say Australia would win because um, I say if we had Joseph there to shake up um, the batsmen and then somebody keep one other in tight and keep the pressure on, it's just a matter of time before the Aussies would fall. When I saw Joseph introduced into the top, my, something, my face just like, it just swore. I thought this guy was injured, you know? So so let's let's say hats off to the physiotherapist, my first cousin, Dennis Byron. We grew up in the same house, same in the village of Chumoka in St. Vincent, Tanagoran Beans. And I say, man, I'm just happy he got Joseph back on the field. I mean, it's his job. But as I say, you have to give him some credit because no one expected Joseph to be bowling, much less playing. Came out and with that 7-4, bowled West Indies to a fantastic, marvelous, historic a victory. And as I say, hats off to the backroom staff as well everybody had to do play their part and you know there's what can really express how i feel about this guy joseph as i say every 10 15 20 years a bowler like that comes in west indies crickets and uh, you had like malcolm marshall you had andy roberts before him now you, you had carly ambrose courtney walsh and now we have shama joseph yeah since carly ambrose right that was the last time they won a test in australia when carly ambrose led them to a victory 27 years ago what a way to put this kid on the map right by getting that victory Victory against Australia, surging West Indian first England in the ODIs in the T20s. And now they've tied the series in Australia against the mighty Aussies, man. So this resurgence that Darren Sammy is bringing about, a couple of words for that, man, because I think he has a big role to play in it that a lot of people might not credit for at this point. But I think we should definitely give him the, the due credit that the back end work he's been putting in to get these guys to be passionate truly about the West Indian cricket. Darren Sammy is a good communicator. As I say, he has charisma and he's getting to the youngsters, you know. As cricketers, when you're dealing with coach and management and you see they have the confidence in you, it gives you the confidence as a player to um, just go out and do your best. You understand? Don't worry about off the fields, politics and things you have no control over. So I think that's where Sammy come in. As I say, he's a people person. You know, he's always smiling. You know, he's always um, trying to uplift the players. You understand? And as I say, that confidence he's instilling in this young bunch of players is really showing great benefit for West Indies cricket. Big, big benefit, man. And that's the eye too, right? Because it's the players that are getting into the system now under Darren Sammy, Shamar Joseph, Kevin Sinclair. You see the different type of energy and the humbleness that these guys are bringing to the table. They're not, you know, all show and no game, right? So these guys are coming, bringing in and, and really playing for the for the maroon, right? The colors of the West Indian and the flag. You can see that. And the, the small, humble beginnings of Shamar Joseph, obviously. Again, we've discussed this in prior videos as well, guys. You know, where guy comes from Barakara, a, a, a small village of 300 people in Guyana where they didn't have internet or TV about two. Three, four years ago, two, three years ago. And recently they've been just put on the map, sort of, right? So it's such a feel good story of his humble beginnings. And he recently gave a statement, right? That he's totally committed to West Indian cricket, test cricket first. I recently shared it on our Facebook groups and on Twitter as well, guys. You know, make sure to follow us there because that's where we do our, uh, you know, fast and quick updates for, for whatever's happening in the cricket world. So make sure you guys follow us there. But yeah, back to Shamar Joseph, man. So the kid's just amazing. What a feel good story yeah i mean I, th I think haven't seen anybody like him that 10 over trot spell on the trot bowling bowling 145 k's to 50 150 kph consistently with a broken toe you know i can't imagine if, when was the last time i saw something like that in test cricket man this is um work ethics 
and how he was brought up. He said he did some farming, he did some fishing, you know, he did do some work, some hard work. So after putting all those hard work and training the cricket, it makes you a better person, a better cricketer in, in Hall, you understand? So that's why he was able to run in and bowl 10 overs, hostile overs in weather, hot conditions, right? Because it's not, it's like nothing new to him. You understand? I don't think we see the yeah. best of him yet. You know, as uh, when as when he gets older and stronger, he'll be even quicker than how he is. But as I say, you know, all this is is just reward from putting in hard work before. A lot of times we only look at the figures and we see the guy on the pitch, but you never know all the training, everything that his family goes through behind the scenes. You know, but as I say, once a kid doing the writing, God always reward them. Hey man, and he seems like a guy, you know, that follows his faith and stays true to it. That's why he's seeing this success, right? Because he believes and he's just going after it. But what an amazing story. And one quick pop-up question for you guys. As you guys see, Mark is wearing a test sweater and a test hat, right? So I want you guys to take a guess. Let us know in the comment, what player do you th guys think that is from? It's an international test player that's currently in the West Indian team. I'll give you a hint there. We'll drop the answer at the end of the video. So you guys stay with us until the end of the video. But in the meantime, let us know in the comments what you guys think and which test player in the current West Indies team that this sweater and the hat is from. So a little fun game for you guys during this video. But Mark, I know you also talked about um, the backroom staff right Shamar Joseph got hurt I know you mentioned one of the physio uh, in the back room that you've personally known for a long time yes, he, he and, and he had he had a big what's his name again Dennis Byam we grew up in the same house you know um man give him a shout out bro yes, you know I just want to say I want to say hats off to my cousin Dennis Byam I mean physiotherapy of West Indies current team um, as I say we grew up in the same house in Chumoka, you know, I actually taught him cricket. He went on to play for St. Vincent and Winwood Islands in first-class cricket. So, as I say, you know, all in the family, you know, I had an uncle named Arthur Byam. Just like how West Indies was played yeah. in Australia, when I was a youngster, 9, 10 years yeah. old, we would sit up at night, like yeah. 11 o'clock, 12 o'clock in the early morning. We would invite people to our house and listen to ball by ball cricket because those days, they didn't have um, televisions. I asked my, my cousin, message him, I say. I mean, how did you do such an amazing job? And the first thing he said, Arthur Byam, which is, um, rest in peace, my uncle who, who passed away since in the 1990s, but was an avid cricket fan. That's how I got involved in cricket and, and got this passion from cricket, you know, so long. You know, as I say, um, you got to get hats off to the coach as well and the vice assistant coach, everybody, because they all input, they all had an input and that's why we, were, we came out victorious. And, and a lot of times, as I say, we don't give the captain credit he deserves. You know, the captain deserves a thumbs up for captain the team and getting the victory. We mightn't, um, some people might have some things to say about his batting or not scoring any runs, but guess what then? As a leader, he led from front and that last fourth day, field placed in and bowling change and stuff. So hats off to the skipper, Craig Braffy. Big time, man. His on-field captaincy was so on point. And, you know, obviously, you know, getting Shamar back was a big boost, right? Because if Shamar wasn't there, I'm not sure what West Indies would have done. So him coming on and bowling those 10 overs makes life a little bit easier for a captain when he's in that kind of a mood, right? So he will make the captain look good as well with the kind of bowling that he did, man, just because this kid was just so special. And I was watching that live, that 10 over spell, right? And I was mesmerized because, you know, I've seen a lot of test cricket, man. And, and, you know, this kid, I, I was literally, I was like, all right, if six overs done, they're going to take him off. And he just kept coming for another one, kept coming for another one, bowled through until dinner break. And then he came back to bowl again. 
And I was just wowed, right? Like he just balled on the trot, so much energy, so much passion. We don't see that in a lot of players these days, the, the, the commitment level that he, he showed, right? So why do you think that is? Obviously, it's because of his humbleness and his background that he has this commitment. But do you think there's anything else that adds to the Shamar Joseph story? Yes, yes. He's a very special um, youngster. If you listen to the, the interview he did, his uncle or, or father, everybody said, always playing cricket, even bowling with a stone, grover, anything wrong. You understand? Um, yeah. So I think he has that deep passion in it. When, when you're a youngster and you have a passion, you know, and you really want to do well, enthusiasm. You know, and he's, he seems to be a confident youngster as well. He's a good athlete, Finley Bale, and those those kind of build fast bowlers, wiry, slim, always have some extra pace about them. And as I say, he worked hard at his game. Um, so I, I really think that's the really, why we're seeing so much of success, really. He worked hard at his game in the nets, practice, everything. So a lot of times we don't see that in, in the camera, but I think he put in all the hard work and just reading and talking to a couple of people who knows knows him from Guyana, that, that's, it's no surprise to me, as I say. You remember when we did our first show and you asked me who would be the star for West Indies in the series? I said, Shamal Joseph, right? And he was amazed, right? Yes, and he came in yes. the first test and he got a five for and top scored. I mean, second top scored. So as I say, right away, sometimes yeah. I just have a feeling I pick up, I read good character, I read I read good cricketers very well. That's one gift I have. When I look at a cricketer, I know exactly I could make good judgment, good character judgment, and just good calling. You know, as I say, but it's a bright, you know, bright for West Indies cricket. We have a lot of talented, young, under 19, um, some who in the academy, some at CCC. The future look bright for West Indies. Let's hope these guys could stay humble, have a good head on their shoulder, and just look at the bigger picture and work, keep working hard. Because as I say, the harder you work, it becomes easier at your game. And once you reach this level, hard work just begins, really. I feel like now they have at least some type of, ex of an example in front of them, right? Guys like Sinclair and Shamar Joseph. So you sit down, you put criterias in place to find similar youngsters that you can bleed into the West Indian team that bring in the same amount, same type of qualities, right? Because you need those quality cricketers who are going to be passionate and and really fight for the flag right and and go out, go to battle like shamar did he was he literally was battling man seemed like was the only guy just coming in trying to give everything he had you know we saw that in the reactions of the legends right and brian lara carl hooper and ian bishop right those guys had tears in their eyes they were all hugging and you know very historic moment and it, it really brought them back to the olden days of west indian cricket and and it shows the kind of passion that they still carry for the game. Right? When they saw their team win like that and, and they're teared up, obviously, in front of the camera, and they couldn't control it. So, you know, some words on those reactions, man, the, the reactions from the legends of the game. Yeah, Nabil, I, I watched all these guys play uh, cricket over the years. They're very good cricketers, lived up to high standard and perform all three, right? You know, there's a reason why I told you before. Why every time you come on my page, you're always seeing old West Indies cricket videos. And as I say, it's not to brag or boast because I have the videos. I'm just showing it. Hopefully, a youngster could come on Facebook on my page and see because most of these videos I showed, they're not on YouTube. A lot of them is not on YouTube, right? So when they come on, on my page and they could see some of those inspirational spell or bowling or cricket, the crowd, everything like that, it would give them that little zest in them to even want to be as good. You know, as I say, we all had heroes when you're growing up, right? That's one of the main things. But as I say, Carl Hooper, I see he was very emotional. Brian Lara, the same. I didn't saw the, the nothing with Ian Bishop. But as I say, they know what it is as a former West Indies cricketer. Pride and passion to really yeah. see West Indies come. Because what happened a lot of times, everybody wrote us off, right? 
you know, everybody just had yeah. negative things to say about West Indies cricket. And the positive, now yeah. showing some positive, it's good to, to see everybody, supporters, ex-players, rallying around the team. You know, it's just, like I tell people, don't be a bandwagonist. You know, stick with the team. Yeah. You know, it doesn't matter whether it's see that the players you want or whatever. Yeah. Win, lose, adjust, stick with them. I mean, a lot of times the, the, the fans are a little bit more critical because we're just fed up of losing. And as I say, just one victory, the, the, the series win against England. And this, you know, a lot of smile in our Caribbean pieces. Yeah, big time, man. And and a lot of people didn't expect it, you know, because I think everybody looks at it from a different eye, right? And both of us, you know, in our last two, three videos, hinted many times that West Indies can pull this off. And if they do, don't be surprised because they're an unpredictable side. Like, you know, any other side, they turn up on the day, they're going to roll you over, right? And again, on socials and other platforms, you know, people laughed when you might have made that call, right? That, oh, hey, they can't, you know, win no chance in Australia at the GABA, right? No chance. I'm like, no, man, it's cricket, anything is possible. And the way their flares kind of starting to build up. And they're coming on, you know, stronger series wins against England and now Australia. This is only going to boost them, man, for this T20 World Cup now coming up, right? Yes. And, you know, as a cricketer, and I, I say it all the time, respect the game. You know, the ball is wrong, so anything can really happen, right? Never yeah. underestimate the opposition. Trust me in that when it comes to cricket. Always show the respect they deserve because, as I say, the ball is wrong and, and there's a way of humbling a lot of people, you know, especially when they're arrogant. You know, I think the way how hard went at us, it really, I yeah. was no a West Indian cricketer. It just made something burn in my, in my stomach, you know, and yeah. it just yeah. brought me joy, joy, a lot of joy to see how we come and we humble Australia yeah. in their own backyard. Absolutely, man. But now you think and look back at it, right? If he hadn't done that, I don't know if West Indies gets this win, man, because that fire had to get lit. Right. So that fire got lit when Hogg made that call. So I think everything is God's plan, man. So he, he did that. And here we are, you know, where Wendy's are victorious, you know, at the GABA after, you know, 27 years in Australia, man. It's, it's such a huge thing and couldn't be happier for the Wendy's, as we all know, you know, West Indies needs to get stronger. World cricket needs but a strong West Indies cricket to, 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 you know, come on the scene and obviously, you know, take the world by storm because the talents always been there man in my opinion i don't think west indies has ever lacked talent right but now we have obviously shamar joseph and his future prospects mark like you know obviously he's committed to west indian cricket he's gonna get a ton of offers we already know that he's he's already became a big star and he wants to obviously west indies cricket first he's made that very clear and we hope he sticks to that right for the long term but He's going to get offers. So what does he do, you know, once he gets these offers? First thing West Indies have to do is um, give him a central contract, a grade A contract, you know, to keep him and offer a lot of incentive. Hopefully he could get a lot of sponsors, like uh, commercial, yeah. you know, just like how they do in India. You know, something to to at yeah. least compensate from not going and upsetting all those T20 leagues offers, you know. So put something in place. Yeah. You know, work because, uh, as I say, these these kind of uh, cricketers only come around once every 20 years, 10, 15 years. Do that. And, and I think because, as I say, he, he would be need to be compensated as well and stay focused. The, the thing is that he already made a public statement. And a lot of times our people, we don't we don't like to turn back. And, and uh, as I say, we don't like to turn back on a word. You know, you want to keep your word. You know, word is bond. You know, you, you, you make a statement, you stick to your word, you know, be a man of your word. You know, and I, and I think he would be he would do that. But as I say. The West Indies need to just put, you know, those, like, give them a central contract. You know, hopefully could get commercial sponsors, you know, commercial, anything to keep him, you know, have some supplementary income. 
you know, to keep him focused on the West Indies and Test cricket. It's going to be hard, but, you know, they have to give it a shot. They need to. They need to because now how they treat him, right, it's going to set a precedence for similar stars to come into the future and how you can kind of deal with them. So I hope they really set a good precedence with this youngster. So any future youngsters that come in, right, to have a path to follow that prioritize West Indian cricket, but will also allow them to play certain leagues within within their realms when, when they're available and stuff like that. So that should it should go both ways and and they should find the right balance because you know we need T20 leagues as well as we need you know international cricket. So we both kind of have to coexist, right? Is yes. that a, a fair assessment, Mark? Yes, yes, uh, yes, definitely. And as I say, uh, the, the spectators, the crowds, everybody need that excitement, that short format, that T20 cricket. You know, it's just like baseball. You know, so um, but still, the panic of cricket is still Test cricket. And as I say, you see test cricket, people say test cricket is dying, but it's not dying. Most of the most exciting matches is test cricket. The last day, you know, last hour on the fifth day, yeah. you know, the fourth day, you know, crumbling pitches, you know, batsman battling. You know, as I say, test cricket is not dead. I just hope West Indies keep moving up that ladder, you know, and, and uh, say yeah. we keep making good progress and our players performing. You know, the, the main thing, as I say, as a, as a cricketer, just keep performing, put up those numbers and everything would work yeah. for itself in the background. Absolutely, man. And as we saw, you know, on the same, uh, you know, test day four, we saw two underdog teams win, you know, where England beat India in India and Hyderabad and West Indies beating Australia. So test cricket, I mean, it couldn't be any more thrilling, man, you know, if you're a, a cricket lover. So definitely test cricket is alive and well. And, and the emotions that you know, come out of a, a test game, right? You will never see come out of an ODI game or a T20 game for that matter, right? Because the stakes are much higher uh, test level, in my opinion. So it's it's just so amazing, man. We've witnessed this history. We're lucky to, to see this. Let's, let's give a little bit of talk about Steve Smith too, man. You know, I feel bad for the guy. He fought, you know, valiantly, 91 not out, finally proving his critics wrong in his, you know, fourth innings as an opener and, you know, showcasing that, he can adjust to any any kind of a, a slot right into into the test lineups. A couple of words for Steve Smith, man, because he was a true warrior again, and fought his way and tried to win that game for Australia. Steve Smith, um, he loved a challenge. You know, he loved to bat. You know, he dream, eat, sleep cricket. I was happy to see him finally get among the runs because that's it. He's a determined kind of character, determined kind of player, right? He failed yeah. in the last, in the first three innings and finally you know, played with some guts, determination, you know, good character. I mean, West Indies came at him, end up on 91. Not out. I don't think the century really had mattered. He would have more lo- loved Australia to get a victory. But as I say, um, you know, hats off to him. We might not like him, we might, because he's an opposition. But as I say, for cricket's sake, you know, he's still a, a good cricketer, good He's a legend, playing legend. You know, hats off to Steve Smith. I'm happy at least he, he got to make some runs. But, you know, I was always advocating that he wouldn't make West Indies runs against West He wasn't going to make any double centuries or big centuries against West Indies. But in the last and fourth innings, he did come to um, show a good showing. Yeah, absolutely, man. And, I mean, you know, I think he's going to now obviously stay there for the foreseeable future. And we probably will see a lot of runs coming from Steve Smith right from the top of the order. Now, Mark, I want to talk a little bit, get into one of our last segments, the new beginning for West Indies cricket right because obviously we now it seems like there's a resurgence in West Indian cricket winning games against you know stronger opponents right and this was a team that wasn't part of the World Cup the 50 over World Cup in 2023 right so they're they've been on a mission to prove that they shouldn't have been left out in the World Cup in the first place world needs a West Indian cricket there what's what's next for the West Indian West Indies cricket man like what's the what's the horizon right now I know they go to England they have another strong series test series coming up what's what's the outlook for for this young West Indian team. 
Well, they're going to concentrate on uh, the World Cup, the T20 World Cup. And then after that, they would, um, I think, play England. We have the first class season starting in the next week or so. A lot of players would um, put in their hands up and, and try to you know, score runs and take some wickets, put up some good performances for their respective territories. And as I say, if, you, if you're a young player and you perform, the chances of making West Indies is very easy, all right? Because as, as I say, there's then some changes need to make in this current squad as well. But um, as I say, I'm hoping in this current uh, season, we see some strong performances from our players. You know, grandfather, century, six for five for, and, you know, hopefully by the time the World Cup comes around, the T20 World Cup comes around, some of those players who would be selected to represent West Indies would be in, in decent form. Hopefully the skipper, Ravman Powell and Darren Sami and the backroom staff will at least have these guys in a camp maybe a month before the World Cup. Because as I say, I would love to see West Indies really surprise some of those big name teams for, for this current T20 World Cup coming up. So, you know, we play with, 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 with a different kind of flair, natural ability, character, you know, you know, celebrations, everything like that. You know, so, as I say, it's just a different um, aura um, we bring to the world cricket scene. Yeah, absolutely, man. It's the flair and, and uh, you know, entertainment and, and how the games get, right? Because West Indies, again, is unpredictable. Same thing with Pakistan. That's what makes them so much watchable, right? Because you never know what you're going to get. Like a box of chocolate. Again, it's it's just amazing. You know, guys, if, if you're just joining us, you know, we've had this again. Wonderful conversation with, you know, Mark to discuss this great, great milestone in West Indies cricket. And earlier in the video, we had, you know, given you guys a question about Mark's sweater and his hat, you know, which test player is that from, right? He received it as a gift from a test player a while back and he's rocking it, you know? So we had, we had asked you guys, who is that from? And I'm, I'm going to ask Mark now to kind of reveal the answer, Mark. Who do you think, uh, I mean, sorry, not who do you think, sorry. Uh, who is it from? And you want to let the viewers know, you know, the answer. Yes, this is from the skipper, you know? Craig Braffitt, you know, so um, I'm oh, very happy to proud, proud to be wearing um, Craig Braffitt's sweater. You know, this um, this was a test match sweater they made a couple of seasons ago. You know, so I'm, as I say, I'm always rocking West Indies merchandise. You know, I'm as I said, I'm a diehard fan. You know, from day one, I'm really happy to be wearing his sweater and a day, a historic day in which he captain West Indies to a great victory. I think this is going to be a turnaround for West Indies cricket to. Take West Indies cricket to new heights and let, let us know what you guys think, you know, where where can this take West Indies cricket next, right? I mean, I think sky's the limit for this team. It's a young team with Darren Sammy at the helm, guy who understands this cricket at the core, who understands these players' mindset and who wants to instill passion for the game and for West Indies cricket into these youngsters. So nothing but great things I see coming for this, for this West Indian team. Mark, again, man, thank you so much for joining me. It was a wonderful conversation. You got anything else to... Finish off this conversation before we sign off. Yeah, let's wish Shama Joseph a speedy recovery from his injury. Let's hope he gets the yeah. right medical attention. And as I say, so we could see him coming back firing all cylinders when he represents West Indies again. And thanks for having me back on the Absolutely, show again. Absolutely, man. Well, very exciting. As always, Mark. Yeah, man. Very exciting. Again, guys, congratulations to all the West Indian fans. A lot of love and support to you guys. And obviously for Mark and I here on the Reverse Scoop, thank you so much for, you know, watching the video and giving all your support, guys. It's been truly phenomenal, uh, you know, with all the support and love you guys have been sending our way. So thanks again, guys, for watching. Don't forget to smash that like button, subscribe to the channel, and hit that bell icon for more updates. Until next time, this is Nabil Khan and Mark Hadein from the Reverse Scoop signing off. Have a great night, everybody. Thanks.